Welcome to Closer Look. I'm Ed Linane. Our guest is the Reverend Nigel Mumford, who, along with two other military veterans, founded the Welcome Home Initiative, a prayer ministry outreach to returning combat veterans suffering from things like post-traumatic stress disorder. The Reverend is an associate priest at Galilee Episcopal Church in Virginia Beach. He's also a well-traveled speaker and author and founder of the nonprofit By His Wounds Ministry, which focuses on Christian prayer and healing. Nigel, thanks for taking the time to join us today at our studio here at the Museum of the Bible in Washington. Thank you for inviting me here. Well, you have served over six years with the Royal Marines, including as a drill instructor at Commando Training School. So I guess you could say you you transitioned from front lines physical warfare, right, to front lines spiritual warfare. How did that come about? About. Absolutely. Well, it's a long story, so you'd have to read one of my books. But uh, <laughs> I, 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 like to, yeah, sorry. I like to tell people that um, I used to make grown men cry as a drill instructor in the Marine Corps and the Royal Marine Commandos, but now I'm a priest. I still make grown men cry. But it is a long story. Basically, uh, I was in the Marines. I hit the wall when some of my recruits were killed, four of my recruits were killed in an IED uh, that ended my career. And then my sister, Julie, was a Royal uh, was a ballet dancer with the Royal Ballet in London. She was sick uh, for three years and was miraculously healed. And a year after that healing, uh, she had a disease called dystonia. And a year after that, her healing, um, somebody came into my frame shop. Uh, I had a picture frame shop, something very innate and quiet, no stress. Um, she was sick. I put my hands on her head. Uh, it, it just, it was very strange. I just watched my hands gone to her head. And she said, what did you do? The pain has gone. And ever since then, that was um, over 28 years ago now, uh, my life was changed dramatically in that one meeting. And I realized God was calling me to the healing ministry. Mm. Well, our primary focus, of course, is to dig a little bit deeper into the Welcome Home Initiative. But as you kind of alluded to here, I don't think we can do that until we lay the foundation of its genesis. So, yeah, it sounds like it's connected to your own military background and to the situation with your sister, right? Yes, very much so. So my biggest fear was that one of my recruits would die in combat. And when I was told that three had, um, I hit the wall. I I couldn't speak for a week. No noise came out of my mouth for an entire week. And I had a terrible stutter for six months, and it was very difficult to communicate. Obviously, as a drill instructor, I couldn't carry on. Uh, I was offered a job in the Marines and Signals and communicating, and I said uh, to the commanding officer, well, I can't really do signals because I'm stuttering. And he said, you've got a point there. So he granted me a termination uh, of a medical termination of the Marines, which is a great sorrow, really. But over the next six months, the next year, I spent um, hell on earth, quite frankly, trying to process. But nobody told me what PTSD was. Finally, I was um, diagnosed with shell shock and uh, realized that what I'd been through had haunted me very badly and had broken me completely. I was absolutely broken. So I've had emotional pain and physical pain. And I think God has recycled me to help others who have had emotional pain and physical pain from combat in, uh, in warfare. You're listening to Closer Look. I'm Ed Lenane here at our studio at the Museum of the Bible in Washington. We're talking today with Reverend Nigel Mumford, founder of the Welcome Home Initiative Outreach to Combat Veterans of All Wars. Let me cite some figures here for you. Uh, back in 2010, the VA counted well over 171,000 deployed servicemen and women who had been diagnosed with post-traumatic stress disorder since coming back from combat in Iraq and Afghanistan. Over 30% of all who have served in the Vietnam War had or have PTSD. 
More surviving combat veterans have committed suicide after they returned home from the Middle East war theater than all service personnel who were actually killed in combat in both in Iraq and Afghanistan. Based on your own combat experiences, what do you think about after hearing figures like that? I'm not surprised. Um, having been a close statistic myself, I'm not surprised. Um, the privilege I have is, is being recycled to help others. I know what it's like, been there, done that, seen the movie, got the bumper sticker, got the T-shirt, you know. Um, so I can talk with uh, uh, power and, and sense and understanding of what these men and women um, have gone through and are still going through, struggling from the... Uh, haunting, and I would use that word, they're haunted by the past. And Jesus came to set the captives free. And that's where we focus on setting them free from the memories that haunt, that need to be healed. So welcome home. Uh, talk about recycling. It began back in 2007, the goal of inviting both men and women who have experienced combat to be welcomed home. Why is that important? And what specifically do you mean by being welcomed home? Well, the idea came from obviously Vietnam veterans um, who were not welcomed home. They were spat on. Um, and that's where the, the whole idea, the initiative was born from that. Um, and it's morphed obviously into Korea, World War I, World War II. Well, not so much World War I now, World War II, of course. And from what I've seen over the past um, 12, 13 years, has been extraordinary watching God setting captives free. And it's heartbreaking that people, you know, still suffer from what happened 10, 20, 30, 40 years ago. And we can be healed of this. Not, not cured, I wouldn't say, but we can be healed. Um, I was a, a real basket case. If a car backfired, I'd lie on the deck. I'd jump to the ground and lie in the, gr in the gutter with a rifle, an imaginary rifle in my hand. It was embarrassing. Today, even all these years later, from when I was in combat 72, three and four, people today would come up behind me and tap me on the back and I'd jump out of my skin. It's most embarrassing. Don't like that, but it's still a, a byproduct of post-traumatic stress. We are more than encouraged in the Word of God to pray for the sick among us. When we read that, uh, I think we're, we're often thinking that that's reserved for physical illness, right? But you would contend that prayer for those with mental illness is equally as important. Absolutely. Trauma. Uh, isn't necessarily mental illness. It's a normal reaction to an abnormal situation. People have seen and witnessed death, almost their own death. And that is the uh, definition of post-traumatic stress, is that in itself, to fear death, to observe death, and to worry that you're going to die too, is a, a horrific thing to go through. It really is. And we wake up at night screaming and covered in sweat. We take it out on our spouses and our friends and family. And it's a horrible um, thing to, to, to continue to live through. There are uh, many types of programs that attempt to help people cope with things like PTSD, but I'm thinking from your perspective, you're looking for something deeper than just coping, right? Very much so, very much so. To really identify the root cause, the root memory. Um, one of the biggest things we do is to uh, anoint the trigger finger of the veteran or the thumbs of a, a 50 cal gunner um, anointed the hands of five people who've have had to deal with the enemy with their bare hands. And to see God setting them free with that anointing is extraordinary. We think of uh, Ecclesiastes, there's a time for everything. Uh, Ecclesiastes 3.3 says, there's a time to kill and a time to heal. And veterans don't know that the Bible verse, um, thou shalt not kill, is actually thou shalt not commit murder. It's a big difference. And sadly, since before Christ, um, we have to kill sadly, because of man's inhumanity to man. So interesting that you target the trigger finger. Yes. Why is that? Yes. Well, 
closely, I've had to almost use mine. In fact, I was confronting a guy with a machine gun. I did the math. Um, <laughs> if I had told him the correct way, which included taking out a card to say, hold, 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 I wouldn't be here today. Um, so I know the trauma. I know what it's like to look down a site. I know what it's like to see the affect of a round hitting somebody. I know and that trauma is, is haunting. Again, it's a haunting memory that we need to pray for these men and women who don't need to live with us anymore to be set free. Let's break it down a little bit. What happens at a welcome home type event and how often do you have them? Yes, we have two to three a year. Um, it's a three-day event, uh, free for veterans. Thank be to God to, to the public. Um, they arrive. I can't tell you the whole program because some of it uh, will take away the, the power from it. But basically we arrive, we talk about um, where we served just to sort of break the ice, who we are, who we serve with. Um, the, the wives or spouses have a separate stream of uh, being looked after by, by my team. Uh, and we go through a series of three days uh, unpacking the gift of the inner healing, of healing the memories, of bringing Christ into the memory, truly setting the captives free. And it is an extraordinary thing to witness these people who bond immediately because we have a common cause. And to watch them go through this together is, 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 a, is an absolute privilege. And I'm always amazed at what happens, uh, how God heals people. How about sharing some results that you've seen and experienced over the past decade? Thank you. I think the biggest one that sticks out with me was a young man. Uh, we were about to start a Welcome Home initiative. Um, we were having lunch and I saw a short-haired guy. I assumed he was military. I sat down next to him in the restaurant and I said, I'm glad you're here. He said, what do you mean? He said, I'm just here for a two-day retreat. I said, you're not here for the Welcome Home initiative? He said, no, I'm just here for a retreat. I said, oh, that's interesting. We're doing a program for veterans. He said, well, I'm not a veteran, but I did serve as a government contractor in Iraq. My job was to clean up after the firefight. Mm -hmm. Not a nice job. And I said, I'd like you to join the program. I said, I didn't pay. I said, it's free. I didn't sign up. I said, listen, I designed this program. I'm running it. I would like you to do the program. Will you join us? Well, long story short, he joined us. When I introduced him, saying that he's not a veteran per se, um, it was amazing. Everybody stood up after I introduced him and welcomed him home and assimilated him into the group. But at the end, he walks up to me with a backpack open with a three fifty seven Magnum on top of his clothes. And I'm thinking, wait a second, this is not good. So I, I take a step back, clench my fist, ready to take him out. And I said, uh, is it loaded? He said, not now. I said, what do you mean? He said, well, I'd come to this, uh, this retreat house to do a private retreat, but my goal was to blow my brains out. He said, thank you for inviting me to the program. He said, thank you for saving my life. And the way I approach this ministry is trying to save a life one at a time. Mother Teresa of Calcutta said the same thing, one baby at a time, one military vet at a time. And my heart goes out to these people because I know, been there, done that, I know that pain. From your personal perspective and from veterans that you have met, I would imagine that you would agree with this, that veterans are reluctant to seek help. Very much so. That's that's the biggest thing. For The, the biggest uh, issue, I think, is shame. Um, they're concerned about the military knowing, threatening their promotion or opportunities, it, you know, worried or terrified that it might go on their record. Um, and we're men, we're women, we're strong, we're Marines. We, we don't want to show anything that is, that is weak. And sadly, uh, in that perspective, it's thought of as, as a weakness, uh, which it isn't. It's a normal reaction to an abnormal situation. And I can't underline that enough, a normal reaction to an abnormal situation. It happens to many of us. I actually did a um, Catholic program years ago um, for therapists, and they wanted me to talk about why veterans won't go to a civilian therapist. 
And basically it was because they don't understand what it's like. They've never been shot at. And for three days I spoke to psychiatrists. Afterwards, I tell you, I felt I'd been thoroughly analyzed. It was, it was an amazing experience. It really was. You're listening to Closer Look. I'm Ed Lenane. And we're talking today with the Reverend Nigel Mumford. He's founder of the Welcome Home Initiative Outreach to Combat Veterans of All Wars. You and your team have been active in this for well over a decade. What the vision now for the future, Lord willing, and maybe thinking in terms of expansion? Well, yes, that would be nice. I would love to have other programs going on similar uh, to ours. Um, obviously, the the recipe's working, so we don't want to change it. Um, the beauty of it is to keep it around 30 people. Um, I'd love to be able to do with with, with a thousand people, but uh, we're, we're not there yet. So basically just waiting on the Lord, watching God, um, and being available to help others preventing suicide, preventing the horrible trauma of, of even divorce um, because of the enemy still being active. I think that's probably the biggest thing. That If I have righteous indignation, that's the biggest thing. The veteran comes home and the enemy, be it ISIS, be it the devil, is still at work. And the biggest thing they want to do is to break you, either to take your life or definitely to break up a marriage. And that breaks my heart. If someone uh, listening thinks being welcomed home would be of great value to them or to someone they know, what's the best way to connect with you and your team? On the website, byhiswoundsministry.org. That would be the best way. Reverend Nigel Mumford, co-founder of the Welcome Home Initiative. Nigel, thank you for letting us take a closer look at this aspect of ministry. Thank you. Absolute privilege. Thank you, sir.